All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. All right, welcome to the show. I'd like to thank everyone who's joining us live on this Saturday morning while Croatia wraps up their win against uh, Morocco, I believe. it was uh, They had the lead when I broke away from the game for this. So we are back with episode 440-whatever of the KISS FAQ podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Julian. Um, today we've got five-person panel because we're doing deathmatch number seven, which is, of course, Lick It Up versus Revenge. So joining us from his sick bed, Daniel. Good to see you again. Nice to see you too. And you, hey, you you spoke without coughing up a lung. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. From being flat on his back in a puddle in Canada, Mark. Good to see you. Greetings, everybody. Um, Lonnie, who's looking forward to seeing my team tomorrow, probably after our last week's performance. Very much looking forward to it. I am looking forward to a slaughter tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ken, who's clearly rubbing it in my nose. Wow. Yeah. No, for anyone who doesn't follow American football, and I, I generally don't, um, my beloved Tom Brady got his ass absolutely handed to him on a plate on his homecoming last week by the third string quarterback who's filling in. Um, it was ugly. It was horrible. It's the thing that nightmares are made of. So let's talk kiss and music. So, of course, we are doing a death match. The whole object of this silly exercise is just to frame our discussion by randomly taking songs out of one cup, in this case, Revenge in Red. I did that just for Lonnie. Put it in the red cup because of Gene. Mm. Versus the songs from Lick It Up. So uh, to a certain extent, both of these albums have quite a bit of Vinnie Vincent on them, especially Lick It Up, but also the best songs on Revenge clearly had his input as he brought that magical skill back to the fold for it. So just get your thoughts on putting Lick It Up against Revenge, Lonnie. Do, do you are you going to vote party line and just go revenge, 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 or do you see any chance of a look it up song um, doing you know gaining favor? I I think so. I I listen I've listened to both albums extensively this week. You know to kind of try to get myself ready and you know thinking about different scenarios that could happen. So I mean I'm not going to be you know I'm not going to sit there like a like I'm voting or something like like that on a tuesday in november and just go right down the line like some people but you know i i will be i will be bipartisan michael keep it greasy bill phelps thanks for joining us this morning ken what about you you're gonna go lick it up are you gonna be uh do you see any revenge songs beating any lick it up ones yeah well i mean i like lick it up a little bit better than revenge. it's not much better um um they're the best Ooh. They're the two best non-makeup albums, obviously, um, at least in my opinion. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, there's a chance, <laughs> depending on the, the song matchup, uh, you know, there's could be a revenge song that beats uh, Look It Up song here and there. It's possible. Yeah, so incognito films. Imagine seeing you in a place like this. Yes, the fan <laughs> yeah. film Rise to It is out right now. So rise your heart. Go check it out on Vimeo. <laughs> you can find all the details on Facebook, on the FAQ, and just about in any quality fan forum. Well, that's an oxymoron. Dan Daniel, what about you? Lick It Up versus Revenge. Thoughts? Uh, for me, Lick It Up is a stronger album, but I do like... Maybe three or four songs off of Revenge, I think, have a good chance of, uh, of beating the songs from Lick It Up. So I think it'll be a pretty close matchup. All right, Mark, final thoughts, and then we're going to get into the first pick. Yeah, I think I'm going to echo Daniel on this because I think that both albums are uh, actually a good match for each other, I think, in this one because I, there's some definite good songs on Lick It Up, and there's definitely some stinkers on both of them for sure. So... It uh, should be a uh, should be a good matchup. I'm I'm curious to see how this ends up because there's be some matchups that I'm just hoping will happen just to see how they turn out. But uh, you know sometimes those things don't happen. But I'm I'm very curious to see how this turns out. All right. Well, let's get into the first picks here, uh, Mark. Just while I'm shaking the cups, um, mm -hmm. you had a Project Gemini update today. What's going on? 
Yeah, just to let you guys know, because uh, I was I'm keeping close tabs on the pressing of the album, the book three vinyl. Uh, I'm still being told I'll get them before Christmas, but I'm finding that less and less likely as we're getting closer to Christmas. But you know, just to let you guys know that it, it might still happen. But I've been advised by my good friend who works at the Canada Post to cease mailing anything until after Boxing Day because he said that if you want a good chance of losing something, now's the best time to ship it because you'll probably get lost in mail. Everything is getting so, like, they're so overwhelmed at the post offices right now, so uh, just in case, if you are waiting for something, just, I won't ship anything until after Christmas. That's basically the long and short of it. I'm not shipping fuck all to England with the postal strikes. All right, first song up is out of the Lick It Up Cup is Not For The Innocent. Going up against Jinxes, Jinxes, Jinxes. What's it going to be? And it is Thou Shalt Not for the Innocent. All right. Let's get started on that one. Um, Daniel. Ooh, I think this is a pretty hard one for me because I do like both songs and I think they're kind of similar uh in many ways especially in both a gritty mean gene songs um uh, i've always liked the lyrics to thou shalt not i think they are phenomenal uh um but i've always liked not for the innocent as well and i since i've been listening to the creatures box a bit lately Mm. i've listened quite a few times to not for the innocent you know the demo version and uh i think i have to go with not for the innocent i think i think that's the one for me but but it's a close one all right we took we we tortured that one out of daniel this is actually a very tough first pick to open up with this is like evander hollyfield versus mike tyson uh lonnie no biting of ears what's your pick on that it is tough um i mean it's Two, two really good Gene songs. Um, you don't say that too often. No. <laughs> wow. To, to shout. Hey <laughs> two, two strong hey Gene songs. <laughs> both very good lyrically. I like I like the lyrics in both. I like the, the sound of both. Um, but I am going to go Thou Shall Not. I, I'm, it's, it's, it's a really tough call, but I will go Thou Shall Not. I, I just it just resonates with me a little more than than not for the answer. Yeah, it, it's a really tough matchup. This actually, and it is two really good Gene songs. All right, Mark. Mm. I, I have to admit this. This is also a, a pretty tough one for me because uh, I, you know, you know me and my feelings with Bob Ezrin, so that does taint a little bit of the revenge stuff. But this is his best work with Kiss, hands mm. down. So. It's not that bad of a, you know, slight to the album this time around. But it, yeah, they're they're both really good songs. But honestly, I'm I'm gonna keep this not as long winded as my usual answers. But I'm gonna go most likely now. Well, yeah, I'm gonna go with not for the innocent mainly because of the same reason that uh, Daniel mentioned. The the creatures box set has really made me appreciate the song a lot more, especially since I love that version of it with Paul and Jean. How do you splitting the vocals? And I've been listening to that song a lot more because of that. That's not the version and, we're talking about. No, exactly. I, I know, but but oh, but overall, the song itself is, is very good. Even if Gene himself is just singing it, I think it's fantastic. And while the album Revenge sounds better to me than Lick It Up, I still think that Not For the Innocent is a better song. All right. This is... Uh... Uh, wait, so you're not for the, you are not for the innocent, right? Yes. Okay. Thank you. All right, Ken, it's a finely balanced battle going on. Which team Gene are you going to, you going to be Gene and Jesse or Gene and Vinny? Yeah, it's a shame two Gene songs against each other because that cancels out one of the good good Gene songs because these are both really good, you know, songs. So, uh, but I think Not For The Innocent is my favorite song, probably, on Lick It Up. Um, so, right there is, is you know, it's always been you know my, a favorite song of mine going back to the beginning. Um, I've always, if I wanted to listen to a particular song, you know, I'd rather listen to Not For The Innocent than Thou Shalt Not. Um, but it's, it's not a big margin there, but uh, 
yeah, not friendly unless it works better for me. Yeah, for me, it's a fine margin between the two songs. Love them both equally, but not for the innocent is kind of a no-brainer for the pick from for me, just because it comes off an album that is so strong and that is so perfect for Gene and has nothing to do with that demo because um, I'm just so used to the album version. So, all right, not for the innocent knocks off. Thou shalt not, which is a bit of a bummer. All right, yeah. <clears throat> what's next? It is going to be. Coming out of the Revenge Cup. Paralyzed. Oh. Versus. Oh. All hell's breaking loose. Hmm. It's actually an, an interesting pick in terms of their styles. There, there's not a whole lot different between those kind of as outliers or something different on each of the albums. So, Mark, let's start with you on that. <laughs> Well, once again, this is, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's as close as the other songs are, but they're, they each have an interesting thing about it, something that I like about each one of them. For example, Paralyze, I think Bruce Kulick's guitar work on it is really good. I love his soloing in that. Some great guitar work on that. So that, that gives it a strong sense for me. Uh, but All Hell's Breaking Loose is very catchy. Uh, it also has the advantage of having a video to it that made it in people's minds much more than most of the other, you know, songs that we'll probably talk about. Whenever you have a video for a song, <clears throat> that usually, you know, keeps it in people's brains a lot longer than if it doesn't. So uh, I, I like I like both of them a lot, but I think this time though I'm going to go with Paralyzed. My vote is going to go for that due to my love of Bruce Kulick and his guitar work. Wow. Everyone, Mark picked a song from Revenge. Daniel. Mm -hmm. uh, I can still recall hearing All Hell's Breaking Loose for the first time back in the mid-80s. I got a hold of a cassette from, from a friend, and, and that song was on there, and, and I immediately, immediately liked it. Um, I think it was, um, as Mark said, a catchy song. Uh, I like the riff, uh, and it's a bit of an oddball. I mean, it sticks out. It's a bit different. Uh, I remember that Eric Carr wasn't pleased with the way Paul Stanley treated the song and added, you know, sort of the the way he sung it. It, it sounded kind of like uh, rap or something. But uh, I still like it to this day. And um, I have to go with All Hell's Breaking Loose because I think it's a fun song. I think it's uh, Paralyzed, I think, is one of the weakest songs off of Revenge, even though it's not bad. But... Uh, it doesn't stand out for me, so so all hell's breaking loose. All right, let's see what Lonnie's got to say on that. Um, these are tough. These are harder than I than I thought it was going to be. Really, <laughs> yeah. um, at least the matchup so far have been mm -hmm. you know been pretty tough. Two very equally matched songs, I think, in a lot of Kiss fans' opinions. Um, but I think. I will go with all hell's breaking loose. Actually, um, wow, it's, it is. It's a good. It's. Ooh. It's. I said I wasn't going to sit here and go straight revenge all the way down, and I'm not. So, um, going to be honest, and it, it is. It is a little bit better of a song, in my opinion. Um, and it did more for the band. It, it's you know, par paralyzed is kind of. I know a lot of people. You know, it's kind of a little bit of a throwaway on, on revenge, where you know, not for the innocence, a single. It, it did some some good things for the band, showcased them on on MTV, like Mark said. So, I'm gonna go all hell's breaking loose. Well, that doesn't surprise me. You are honest, uh, Ken. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I know you expect me to pick a Gene song, but I'm, I'm not gonna do it because all hell's breaking loose is a great song. Um, I've always liked that one. I like the gang vocals in it. You know, the chorus and and all that that's going on. I mean. It's kind of a mini kind of band in a way. Um, the rap stuff doesn't bother me so much. It's, it, yeah, like Daniel said, it's it's different, unique from the from the other songs that they uh, have on that album. So it does stick out. Um, so yeah, great song. I'll have to go with that one. My pig. Pick. He, he corrects it in the he next post, but yeah, I, I can't merge. I can't merge the comments. Yeah, you know My what? My pig named Loose. Oh. 
<laughs> All hells. You know, that's easy. I think Paralyze is a really good song, though. I don't think it's filler on Revenge. Um, sure, there is stronger material, but I think it's still a pretty great song, yeah. uh, especially especially musically. But All Hell's Breaking Loose. You know, I was listening to some Lick It Up live stuff over the last few weeks, and every time that gets played, it's just majestic. I mean, it's fun. The studio version is fun and different and quirky. So all hell's breaking loose for me. There you go. Exactly, Valcas. Mm -hmm. Paralyzed <laughs> is not filler. It just didn't win this matchup. All right, so next pick coming out of the Lick It Up Cup. And of course, there are unequal number of songs on these albums. So um, a couple of them are from Revenge will be going through no matter what. All right, so mm -hmm. Give Me More is going to go up against... Don't be unholy. Don't be unholy. Don't be unholy. Mm. Unholy. Tough love. <laughs> Which I'm not too I'm not too sure about that. Um it's close. Yeah, so Lottie, start with you on that. Tough love. It's that's for me, that's an easy pick. Um give me more is fine, but in my opinion, tough love is a this is a uh, it's just a superior song. It's an easy pick. All right, Mark, is it easy? Yeah, I, I think so too. I think I have to echo Lonnie's sentiment on this too. I think that I think "Tough Love" is is the the better song. I mean, you know, at first I was kind of bothered, but like the first couple times I heard the song, the whole -na 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 -na, tough -na -na love. I thought it was kind of a little, you know, easy way out to write a chorus, but I, it's really grown on me. And I, and I and I like it. I think it's just, it's catchy. The more I heard the song, the more I listened to it, it's it's grown much more on me. And funny thing is, recently having listened to the album again a couple more times, it's grown on me even more. And I always thought that "Give Me More" is it's all right. It's sort of I don't know, kind of another sort of like a paint by numbers song. That one to me, I don't know. I, I, it's never really. It didn't. I don't find it nearly as catchy. So I'm gonna go with uh, "Tough Love" for sure. All right, Daniel. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I remember um, hearing the instrumental versions that leaked a few years after Revenge was released, uh, and I heard Tough Love for the first time without vocals, and thus the the riff was really up front, and that made me really appreciate the riff. I didn't really notice it when I heard the, the record, but when I heard that instrumental version i started to enjoy tough love a whole lot more um to me these two songs are sort of middle of the pack but i'd, I'd say tough love tough love is a, a better song in, in in my opinion so i'll go tough love oh we gotta our, win. Our, our opinions are now meaningless so uh, what's it gonna be can i say tie <laughs> i mean no no. <laughs> Lottie says no. We do not, we do not have ties. We do not uh, have ties on our album. Definitely. You know, both choruses are lacking, um, really, <laughs> on these, on both of these. Um, uh, maybe I'll, I'll go for Tough Love just based on this, you know, uh, the riffs and, and so, so on. I'm kind of in agreement with uh, Mark on the, you know, paint by numbers kind of thing of Give Me More. Uh, it's kind of a time period thing, I think, more than mm -hmm. anything else. So I'll go with Tough Love. All right, then I'll be the black sheep and go with Give Me More, simply because I like the song a lot more. Always have. I've always loved that song from the first time I heard that album to hearing it live. I love it live. I think it's fantastic. And Vinny flies on that. And it, mm. oh, I, I'm sorry. It, it is just exceptional. It's my taste. I love it. Um, Halface, um, Crispina, yeah. Sylvie, thanks for joining us uh, in the chat. Keep your comments coming on, on what you think. Call us out when you think we're absolutely egregiously wrong, as the rest of these guys were on this pick. Um, and don't forget to hit the like button. We have only one like so far, but maybe we, maybe we yeah, suck. Three. The like, than, than, uh, like Daniel more. button. Like Daniel button. <clears throat> All right. So, Maybe I can go and hit the light. So button. tough love's going through. All right. Next pick is going to be, or next matchup, more appropriately, is going to be I Just Wanna. Oh. Never hear that song again. Um, versus 
Lick it up. Lick it. Exciter. Oh. Ah. Uh, easy, easy for me. Easy pickings. Yeah. yeah, that has my favorite Vinny solo on it. All right. <laughs> Ken, get us started. Yeah. Uh, Exciter is probably one of the greatest lead-off songs on, on the Kiss album. So uh, great, great, great song. And a great solo. Yeah, it's not Vinny. Um, but uh, really, really good song. Uh, I Just Wanna is... It's good. It has a little catchy. Has a little bit of copying of summertime blues, you know, like you know, rip, rip from that. But uh, it's Exciter is a much better song, um, and much you know, rock your in your face kind of song. So Exciter for me. Yep, Exciter for me. And I'm I'm not joking about the comment about Vinny Sella because the uh, outtakes have circulated for years, and you can hear Vinny's take. Um, you know, it, it's. I love this song. Again, one of the best opening tracks on a Kiss album. Um, oh, I forgot Daniel has control as well. That freaked me out for a second. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, While you were talking, I would add some comments, you know, yeah. helping you out. Yeah. So, excited for me. Lonnie? Um, I'm extremely disappointed that these two songs went up against one another because I really, really like I Just Wanna. Mm. But I can't I can't pick it over Exciter. I can't do it. No. So I will go Exciter. Wow. I know. I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm really disappointed. Like, if it was about any other song I was looking up, I would have picked I Just Wanna. All right, Mark. Well, I think people would probably expect me to go the opposite route, but I'm not going to. Uh, I've always loved Exciter. The very first time I heard that song, and that whole thing on the guitar that he does at the beginning there, I always thought that was such a fantastic way to start an album. And the chorus is great. Paul sings this like absolutely top shelf on this song. Uh, so yeah, so there's nothing, you know, look, I just want to, it's very catchy. I think it's... Uh, has some interesting parts in it. The production of it is excellent, but I still think that Exciter is a really strong song. I mean, you wouldn't start an album, uh, you know, with a weak song. That's definitely one of the strongest songs they have. So Exciter for sure. All right, Dan, you're going to make it unanimous. Yeah, of course, Exciter all the way. Um, I think Exciter is one of the non-makeup songs that um, has a chance of getting pretty far in this competition. I think it's one of their better songs from the non-makeup era that I think you people, all of you people like. Uh, so I think Exciter might go through a few more rounds, and I hope it does, because it's a real good opener, and it's just too bad they didn't play it more live, because it's such a such a great tune. It's great live mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. that made it under a few bootlegs. All right, so because I leave all the songs in, Car Jam 1981 is going up against... Okay. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Fits like a glove. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Daniel's happy. Oh. He was worried about that song. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Daniel, get us started on that. Fits like a glove all the way. And Fits like a glove is such a great song. All you people that saw Gene Simmons' solo tour know that it works so well live to this day. And it did all through the 80s. And it's always been a great song live and it's such an aggressive gene simmons song maybe his most aggressive song from the non-makeup era well maybe unholy is a, also is a bit more aggressive but but i always like the aggression the riff um the solo and uh, the thing they did live when all three guys took a solo you know they made a solo first paul and then ace <coughs> and then uh, Vinny and also Gene did something on his bass. I thought it worked well live, and I I uh, do appreciate it that he played it on his solo tour. So fits like glove. All right, Mark, what about you? Well, this is going to be a tough one actually, because if you think about it, that drum solo is absolutely brilliant in the song, 
and Bruce's guitar play. No, I'm joking. It's, it's going to be for sure. <laughs> it's it's going to be fits like a glove. I mean, it, it's a good song. The only thing that's ever bothered me about fits fits like a glove is it has nothing to do with the studio version. I just never understood why when they play this live. Gene always does that. When I go through her, it's just like a hot knife. And he stops and like, well, yeah. finish it. He, goes, he never finishes the, the thing. He never finishes the butter. Part. He never, ever Sometimes the audience is the one. The first, um, night in first, first night in Detroit, 1990, he finished it. And it sounds good. Now, I don't understand why he never finished it. He's just, he's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's it's too like high typical for Gene. It's like Gene, like, I forgot the lyrics, you know? You know, it's a, that's, that's what I always think when I hear that. It's like, did he forget the line again? No, but you know, it's it, it is a great song. And one of the things I've, I have to give full props to, though, is that this is a total Gene Simmons song. No Vinny help, no nothing. This is Gene Simmons. So hats off to Gene for writing a pretty strong song. You really think it didn't have any input from anyone else, even though it only has a Simmons credit? Well, I mean, it could, it could have, but I mean, it have definitely heard, has Gene written all over it. Added some lyrics to it, I'm sure. Uh, if yeah, you heard I, the the demo, you 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 know, someone else put in there, you know, there, someone else they, helped. They out. just, they just, they had their name edited out for whatever reasons. <laughs> all right, Ken, yeah, what do you think? The, yeah, we'll have to wait for the look it up box set for that. Find out yeah, all those details, but uh, yeah, um, you know, while I like car jam, um, you know, it's it's a, it's a cool thing, um, but uh, and a nice tribute to Eric, but uh, yeah, fits like a glove, wins, wins easily, and and then what well, you know, I saw them perform that many times in concert, yeah. um, back in the day, and uh, yeah, it's kind of a, he, he would stop, you know, it bothered me too, uh, where they did that live. Uh, where but I think it's a audience he was expecting audience participation yeah of, you know to finish that yeah, la expect. that line which I, I think I did but uh, <laughs> the crowd good. wasn't loud enough anyway to get on any of those uh, uh, tapes uh, fits like a glove Lonnie yeah it's fits like a glove like I I can't vote for for car jam over fits like a glove. It's, I mean, come on now. It has to be fits like a glove. It's an extremely good song. Um, played it all through the eighties and justifiably so. It's 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 great live. So, hundred percent fits yeah. like a glove. Yeah, I'll make it unanimous. I have never been a big fan of Car Jam. I love the sentiment, but I don't like what they did by taking it out of its context and erasing Ace and chopping it up into pieces. And when the original versions of Heaven or you know, started circulating. I was like, that's much better. What should have just been left as is. Um, though I do get why they did make changes to it in order to include the other guys who played in the band. So it, whatever. It, it just coming up against any song is not going to beat a real song because it's a tribute piece. So fits like a glove. They're all through the 80s and the 90. You know, great, great song. Uh, great energy not one of my favorite ones but it certainly has all the dynamics of you that you want live so unanimous fits like a glove see we don't rig the vote here not this time not this time <laughs> not, not unless i'm not unless i'm really unhappy with the result <laughs> all right here we go gene took all the credit for the oh no he didn't uh on the eighth day God created Gene Simmons. <laughs> and it's going up against Heart of Chrome. Oh, okay. All right. Mark. Um, you know, th th these two are songs that are not really high up on my ranking scale. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to go with Heart of Chrome on this one because uh, this, this this song I find is interesting. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that Mr. Uh, Chris Jericho did a version of this song with his little band there. Uh, and they did a video for it too, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm very sure that he did a song. They did this. <clears throat> and uh, I, I really liked how they did it as well. But 
I, I think this is one of the songs that really benefit from Bob Ezrin's touch, believe it or not. Uh, so uh, I've, I really like this. And I, again, Bruce Kulick really, uh, the songs I like on this album, Bruce Kulick really helped a lot on it. I think what, the, what he played and how he played on it. So this is one of the great examples of that. I'm going with uh, Heart of Chrome. Nice. Lonnie? I'm going Heart of Chrome also. I'm not a big fan of On the Ape on the eighth day it's, mm -hmm. in my opinion one of the weaker songs on lick it up um just not a, not a strong strong track and i and i really like hard chrome i think i think it's um a great track and i think paul paul sounds really really paul's vocals are very very strong on that so mm -hmm. um it's an easy pick for me hard chrome all right ken you're gonna keep following the party line here hell no wow <laughs> no, I I think I mean Heart of Crumbs okay. It's probably one of my least favorite songs on Revenge. Um, I've always liked "And on the Eighth Day." Um, I think it's a good, it's a it's a, a good anthem. Uh, you know, kind of anthem for rock and roll. Um, I've always liked it. I, I just think it's a real good song that Gene wrote. Um, or did he write that with Vinny? Maybe. But uh, I think Vinny wrote that with Gene would be a, a more fair way. Of... Okay, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Because I think part of it it was from a a, a riff that uh, he made into warrior. another song, right? Yeah, right. Vinny, yeah. So uh, yeah, a real good song. I, I've always liked it. I've liked actually all the Gene songs on on Lick It Up. So that one wins for me over Heart of <laughs> Room. Wow, because for me it's a really weak take on some great the warrior stuff is fantastic the warrior stuff had promise to my ears uh, obviously it didn't have promise in the industry but i think that material is exceptional um, some of vinnie's best work and what it becomes on lick it up is weak it doesn't do it justice to what vinnie was doing musically in the period um whereas heart of chrome is spectacular i have always loved that song it is always at the top of my favorite songs on revenge so hard to chrome for me all right daniel uh i have to agree with you julian i don't know what it is but uh, but i like you know if you listen to the original warrior demo of boys are gonna rock i think it's a fantastic song i always like that one but somehow they managed to to drop the ball on that one and and on the eighth day is nowhere near near that demo uh, so uh, even though I, I don't really care for Heart of Chrome, I don't think it's one of the stronger songs on Revenge, but it's, it sounds good. And um, as Mark said, the, the, the solo from Bruce is fantastic. So I have to go with Heart of Chrome. What went wrong with On the Eighth Day is allowing Gene a writing credit yeah, on it. I, mean, I guess. Yeah, should have, should have <laughs> left, just it. Kept, yeah should left it alone. Just leave it as a Vinny song. and Yeah. But that ain't gonna happen on it's yeah. kiss we're talking about. So all right, next song. But that's that's actually a very good illustration of where Vinny should have just been left alone. All right, lick it up, title track. Going up against Unholy. Is it? Make, let's make everyone weep. It is unholy. That's no. <laughs> all right. Two extraordinarily strong contenders okay. going up against each one. This one is actually painful. There are kittens mewling everywhere at those coming out of the hat. Um, I can only start with Lonnie on this. It's unholy. It's, it's so easy. It's, it is, it is so easy. It's one of the easier ones today so far. Look it up. Good. It's overplayed. Yeah, we can't hold that against it, but Unholy is a much stronger song. It's not even close. All right, Ken, what do you say? Unholy, for sure. Um, while Look It Up is a great kind of uh, radio-type hit song, and they play it in... I think, unfortunately, they play it in concert too many too many times now. Um, but uh, maybe I'm sick of it. Um, but uh, Unholy is just a, a better written song, and it's it rocks. I mean, compared to Lick It Up, you know, it's just kind of a straight ahead kind of uh, song. So Unholy works for me a lot, bit, a lot more. 
so freaking turgid. I mean, how, how many of these opinions here being kind of colored by being so overplayed live in concert now? Uh, Daniel? Yeah. Well, um, Lick It Up for sure is the bigger hit, but uh, Unhold is probably my favorite non-makeup era uh, Kiss song of all time. So, And I think Unholy and Exciter are the two songs from 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 this matchup that can make it you know a few more rounds uh, unholy is such a strong song at least when you talk about the studio version they never managed to do it live you know they, they never managed to do it justice live but uh the studio version is fantastic and the video is probably the greatest kiss video of all time maybe a second to i love it loud but uh uh, unholy, unholy is the better song. Lonnie's enjoying all this love for revenge right. from the rest right. of the panel. I mean, we're we're often pretty mean to revenge. So, Mark, you're going to be nice to revenge as well. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay, say that uh, unholy is the best example of what can go right with a kiss song with Bob with Bob at the helm. This this song. <laughs> was really well thought out. Bob did some great production stuff on it. For sure. I love that whole introduction to fade in with that whole backward guitar thing and everything that's going on there. Great stuff. The mood of it is really good. He got the ambiance of it. Perfect. Uh, it's it's this is probably in the top five best kiss opening tracks of all time. For sure. Easy in my opinion. And Gene, uh, comes out firing with all guns blazing. I think it's probably one of his better vocal tracks of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, so my opinion's irrelevant, so I want to read a couple of comments from uh, Robert Dunning. They played it live in 2004, Rock the Nation. Um, should have kept it in the set list. Yeah, but Tommy was ruining it. Um, he really didn't have a good grip on the guitars on that mm -hmm. song and just didn't have the aggression going into it. That's my opinion. That is not fact. Um, let's see. Fact. Yeah, our, our opinions. Yeah, Burnout obviously plays a lot of it. Uh, Robbie Stars, thank you for your comments. Uh, one, of Bruce, uh, one of Bruce's best solos. And here here is a point that is very good. I wanted to just point this one out. Unholy for sure. Lick it up as a radio tune without any guitar solo. Definitely feeling a bit rushed. This is another one that could have done with more Vinny because mm -hmm. it doesn't have much of a solo. I mean... Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have enough Vinny on it, but it, it again, it was a perfect song for the time. So it's just kind of dated yeah. from that, that perspective. All right. So yeah, I did go with unholy as well, making it unanimous, but I'm also disappointed. Lick it up gets knocked out so early, but it would have really have to have something easy to go up against. I think to uh, go through. All right. Next up young and wasted. Is gonna meet. Domino. Mm -hmm. Ken? Yeah. I'm gonna pick on this one. I, I know Young Miss is a good straight head rocker. Um, kind of unique for Gene to do that. Um, um, but uh, I have to give it to Domino. I really like it. Whether or not you think it's, you know, a copy of ZZ Top or whatever, uh, I think it's a really good song. I've always liked Domino. Um, well done song. You know, they released it as a single, well, second or third, um, but it it just works a lot more for me. I, I'd rather hear that than Young and Wasted. Though Young and Wasted with uh, Eric Carr live was, you know, pretty fun, pretty cool thing. Daniel. Um, Jung and Wasted with Eric Carr. Well, it was cool that Eric Carr got to sing li live, lead live. Um, but that's about it. I, I never cared for the song. Uh, I think Domino is a cool song, even though they managed to completely fail doing a video for it. I mean, the video is such a... Oh, it's so lame. <laughs> Do you remember that? He drives around in the car, around the car drinking a soda, eating a hamburger, <laughs> uh, putting gas in his car. No budget. I mean, it's such a so terrible little. video. 
Gene, what do you do for fun? Want. We'll just film that. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, get a burger. Exactly. And I'm gonna so, drive so around. I, I just wish they would have made a cool video for that song. Maybe it could have been a, sort of a hit, but they they completely struck out on that one. But but I think it's a cool song. I like the intro. You know, the small thing that the little thing Bruce does on the guitar. The solo is fantastic on this one as well, and Gene's vocals are great. So Domino all the way. Yep, hard to argue any of that, Mark. Yeah, um, interesting point that Daniel made about the video, although I couldn't imagine what they could have did for the video when you're talking about an underage girl in the song. I mean, you don't want to be getting too, uh, you know. Come on, did you ever watch MTV in the early 90s? I mean, look at Billy. Yeah, I, I, I know. Look at, look at Billy. I don't all video. Come on. I, I know, but oh, I mean, we were... He doesn't know if she's old to old right, enough. To he doesn't know she that. might be twenty. She might nah. be twenty-five or something. You know. Oh yeah, Gene, twenty-five. Come on. Anyways, uh, I, I think that uh, the video for it is is lame, of course. But I mean, like I said, I think that they were out of ideas for that because I mean, unless they're going to put some like scantily clad, you know, you know, sixteen-year-old girl in there, I don't think that they could have made a topical video of that. But the song overall. I think it is is good. Once again, this is Bob uh, showing that he can do some good production stuff on a song. Uh, the, the he's really the songs that I really like on this album. I find that he's he got the the, the mood of the song right on them. Like this song too it has a great vibe to it. The guitar playing on it is really good. Uh, I know that uh, one guy there was saying that he didn't like the overuse of the wah pedal on here on this album, but I think that Bruce d does it really well. I mean, I'd rather listen to Bruce Kulick play solos with the wah than Kirk Hammett any day of the week. I think Kirk Hammett is just terrible with the wah, in my opinion. So uh, I'd rather hear Bruce do it. Nowhere, you know. But oh <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> What has Kirk done to you? No, nothing, but Don't I mean, put he, Mark on a Metallica podcast. He, I, I love it. I love Metallica, but I think what that there's one thing that he's arrow. there's one thing that he's I, that he's completely ruined for me is is Wild Paddle is Kirk Kirk Hammett's use of it. But anyways, I think that the song is much better than uh, Young and Wasted. Although I do love Young and Wasted as well. I agree that Eric singing it live is much more interesting and fun. Uh, than the studio version, but it, to me, it's still, it's still very, you know, vanilla. Let's just put it that way. That that song vanilla. overall. So, yeah, I, I'm going with Domino. We've got a request for a safety check on Mark. Um, Mark, you feeling all right? You're showing a little bit of, of love for Bob Ezrin today. Just checking everything's okay. Clearly hey, it is because he's taking others. all those good feels out that he's giving to Ezrin. He's taking away from Kirk Hammett. Yes, look at crispiness and look at Robbie Starr. They also agree. Yeah, you know, everyone's got a different opinion. It's all cool. Um, yeah, so Domino's going through young, young. You know, I like Young and Wasted, um, but Domino is really cool. It, it's just a completely different vibe of a song, Lonnie. I don't think you even need to go to me on this one. I mean, <laughs> uh, okay, uh, uh, good. We got we got a token vote for Young and Wasted. Thanks, Lonnie. Oh, oh, oh. No, right. so <laughs> just move on to the next one. Just, just keep like, going. Let's keep the show moving. Lonnie's like, don't ask me dumb questions, you idiot. But Mark, Mark, what? Do you, Mark, what do you say about the new Metallica song? It's oh, I, I love it. One. I love it. I love yeah. the new Metallica Except song. Except for Kirk. Yeah. Hopefully that's not the only good song. Did you uh, watch the live stream last night? They pulled that one out live for the first time, and it was yeah. really, really good. Acoustic version of Blackened to start off. Very, very nice. First song uh, for the next round is Dance All Over Your Face. It's going to go up against what's it going to be. I'm not even going to say anything this time because... Whenever we do, spit. Oh, no. Oh, dear me. And we both. Oh, this is no. easy for me. 
I get to go first on this one. Dance all over your face. Spit I've always hated. It's always down near the bottom of my revenge pile just because of the spinal tapish nature of Kiss lyrics, which is really weird because those are the Kiss lyrics that are cheesy that we're supposed to love. They permeate the whole freaking catalog, but on this one, they fail for me. So uh, I'm going to dance all over Spit's face. Ken? It's disappointing. Wow. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Follow that. I don't know if I can. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like spit. Uh, it doesn't sound right. I shouldn't have said that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but that's uh, all over your face. You know, I always thought the riff was kind of ACD-ish. I've said that before. Um I've always liked the song. I've liked all the Gene Simmons, Gene Simmons songs on pretty much on Look It Up, uh, as yeah. usual. Big on surprise. every album. Uh, Spit, I thought, would have worked good for... I've said this before in one of our old episodes that uh, Van Halen should have done Spit. That would have worked well with uh, David Lee Roth. Um, so, but otherwise, yeah. It, it, Spit, you know, it's it's actually not bad. It's good. I like Lots of people don't like it. I like. I do like it. But I like dance all over your face better. All right. Dance. Dance. dance, dance, dance. Lonnie. It's spit. I mean, it, it, it really is. And I'm I mean, I, I sat here voted for looking up songs and this on and that's a couple times. But I like spit and I've and I've said it on the show, you know, multiple times over the years years that I think it's I think it's a great song. I, I think it's fun and I enjoy it a whole lot more than dance all over your face. Um, for me, I mean, for me, it's it's an easy pick, and and I have picked "Look It Up" songs a couple times through here, but um, yeah. I I really like "Spit," and it's it's not that hard. All right, Daniel. I'm not sure um, as English is my second language, but shouldn't he be singing? It doesn't mean it don't mean shit to me. It's supposed to be it don't mean shit. Yeah. So there there's supposed to be this dangerous rock and roll band and they can't even say shit. So they need to say spit instead. I think that completely ruins the song for me. I mean it's so lame. Don't mean uh spit to me. I mean it's they going in for a strong <clears throat> chorus and doesn't mean it don't mean shit to me but they you know switch it to spit and i i, I just don't like the song when i ranked all the songs from revenge and lick it up car jam ended up at the bottom and just above it it was spit because that's my least favorite song and i think it's so lame such a lame song there's all wow. your face is not that much better but but it's at least better than spit the weakest song <laughs> Wow. Ever written by Gene in the nineties? Wow. Yeah. In the nineties, that doesn't say much. Don't, don't hold back, Danny. <laughs> doesn't mean. All right, Mark. Well, I, I got to say, this has got to be the most difficult one for me to pick because Ooh. both of them are so horrendously shit. Both of these songs. <laughs> oh, damn. The man, uh, I, I mean, I agree. I sort of agree. They're, yeah. they're the worst piles of turd that yeah. ever has been released on his fans. Okay, the, the, like, what can I say good about any of them? I mean, Dance All Over Your Face is just complete, like, last minute edition type of song, just so, so weak. That song, you know, and and Spit itself yeah. as well. I mean, Bob, uh, for all the complimenting that I've Here said so far about Bob on this. <laughs> This is where Bob needs to get a big slap upside the head that he even allowed the song to appear on the album. This is this is really shit. I mean, I mean, I think if Spinal Tap did it, they could have did a better job of this song. Okay, it's it's terrible. Like, but it should be called shit. It should be called shit because it yeah, it would be appropriate title for it. Yeah, but if I have to pick one. You do believe it or not, I'm gonna go with spit because I think wow. I'm gonna because I really don't like dance. I think it's just weak writing, it's just 
I don't know why that got on the album as well, but honestly, I, I think that <laughs> Bruce Bruce's playing again is the only shining light on this. I think his lead playing is cool. I like the sound of his guitar playing on this song, but I just wish he would have put his efforts on a better song overall. But you know, let's. Uh, I'm gonna just go with Spit. Okay. Well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, well, I think. Hey, I went with your. I went with your dance. <laughs> I went for revenge. You should be glad. You should be happy, Lonnie. When, yeah. when, when you think about it, though, at Back least dance all, at least dance all over your face can only be blamed on Gene. Spit can be blamed on Paul and Scott Van Zandt as well. Like, it took three people to come up with that piece of shit. Um, <laughs> versus Gene did his all on his own. So there you go. All right, which means there's only one song left in the Lick It Up Cup. It is the exquisite, the gorgeous. I love this song. A million to one versus. And there are three songs left in the Revenge Cup. Take it off. Oh, the worst possible matchup it could have gotten. Every time I look at you. Versus a million to one. Yeah, that's not a bad. That's pretty. No, I, 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 two great ballads. And Paul uh, in the eighties and nineties wrote some really good ballads. And obviously, yeah, it's a matter of taste, pretty. but I, re I really yeah, like Paul's ballads. Who starts on this one? You know who gets the last word, Lonnie. Um, I'm going to go every time I look at you. I think every time I look at you, um, should have been a bigger hit. And and what it was, I, I I think it's as good, if not better, than Forever, which was a you know a massive hit for him just a few years prior. And well, I I really like A Million to One. I think it's a good song. Um, I just I just think every time I look at it, it's just it's just better, and, and it just it's it um you know it 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 just. It's, it's it's just strong. It's it's just stronger in my opinion. Even though I I know a million the one gets a lot of love, and I I see the comments for a million the one, um, on the in the chat. But it's it's every time I look at you, I think I think it's really really well done. I think um, the solo on it's great. I think Paul really really sings fantastic on it. Um, I'm it's probably gonna lose, but I'm going every time I look. Yeah, not surprising. I think it's a very, very tough final battle from the, this album matchup. Uh, Mark, yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be tough because the, both songs are very strong. Uh, you know, Bob did a good job on this. I like the orchestration that he did for uh, every time I look at you. Uh, the guitars, the acoustic guitars, sound fantastic on here. Paul's singing is really, really good on this song as well. I like I like the guitar solo that's put in there as well. It's nice, and I million to one is one of those songs that I've always loved since the first time I've heard it. I always thought that it had a really good vibe to it. It's one of those more upbeat sort of ballads, if, that, if that's possible. Uh, but it, I think that Paul really sings his heart out on that one as well. I, I think it's a very personal to um, topic for him or at least the person that he's referring to in that song so it, it's really difficult I mean one second I'm thinking a million to one another second I'm thinking every time I look at you uh, but but honestly I'm going to surprise people and probably surprise myself but I'm going to go with every time I look at you I just think that the overall the production out of it is better that's the only thing that I always have a little bit of a slight against with Lick It Up is that I think Lick It Up sounds a bit muddy a little not as clear sounding as it could have been so i i'm gonna go with with, with uh every time i look at you so you like the bob ezra's production then yeah he does yeah in this album i do yeah <laughs> yeah he did sorry you're, you're not triggering him on revenge <laughs> nice, nice nice try nice Ken. try <laughs> trying to get him fired up a little bit daniel <laughs> Oh, I get Daniel every time he's either having a cough drop. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, but I'm having <laughs> I'm having drinks and things all the time to keep you know keep keep on track. So uh, let's see now. Um, every time I look at you, well, I think uh, the flip side to that song is that uh, he doesn't really use his range. He doesn't really use his vocals. If you listen to a song like Forever or uh, A Million to One. 
that's top-notch Paul Stanley there, right there. You know, you can't top those vocals. Every time I look at you, it's more like, you know, Rolling Stones, Wild Horses. And there's nothing wrong with that. But but uh, but if Paul Stanley uh, sings like he does on Forever or A Million to One, there's not too many singers that can, can top that. I mean, he's, he's a bit underrated as a singer when it comes to ballads. I mean, he, he belted out, he belted it out on those two songs. And I think Forever also has a perfect solo. And I like the solo on A Million to One. Every time I look at you, the solo is okay as well. But um, if you're comparing A Million to One, I always think of, of, of the version he did on that solo tour back in, I don't know when it was, 07. He actually performed A Million to One live and it was, oh, really it was all awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was great and you it made you wonder why they never did it live with with a band with kiss but but uh, that's an all if you haven't listened to that version you have to go and listen to that one it's great but for me a million to one is like 10 out of 10 and, and um, uh, the revenge song is really good as well but but i i have to go with a million to one yeah no th this is a this is a tough matchup um ken yeah, well, every time I look at you, kind of didn't really fit on Revenge. You know, it really no, didn't it fit. No, uh, but uh, it, it's a good song, and it was a lot better on Unplugged, um, to me at least. Um, but A Man to One is a better song, a lot better song, like like power ballad type song. Um and yeah, I agree with Daniel. On, Paul's vocals are just pretty much just about his best vocals ever, you know, on on a, on a song. Um, so I've always liked that song a lot. Uh, probably maybe his the second favorite Paul song on that. I'm looking up, so I have to go with the man to one. All right, so I'm going to have to be a tiebreaker, which is really difficult. I absolutely adore every time i look at you but i adore it within the context of mtv unplug where it is absolutely spectacular beyond superlatives that come to mind um it has a substitute ghost guitarist on the studio recording yeah um it has beautiful lush orchestration provided by bob ezrin it really is paul top-notch vocally but there is just something so special about a million to one for me that it fits in so well that it has Vinnie Vincent's <clears throat> melodic sense all over it, married with Paul Stanley's fantastic vocal. And in 2006, when it was performed live on the Live to Win tour, that was, you know, a, a turning Japanese moment for me in the audience, just sitting there going, grinning like a Cheshire cat that I was finally getting to hear it. It, it live i'm a million to one and it hurts to knock every time i look at you out of this you know competition because it's a really good song but i think there's just enough technicalities for me um vinnie vinnie is the difference here vinnie versus dick wagner vinnie versus bob ezrin as a songwriter vinnie a million to one so ha I get my way. <laughs> All right. So a million, a million one to one gets through. Um, every time I look at you, gets the heave ho. Going into the white cup are the remaining two songs from Revenge. And you can probably guess what they are while I try and unbundle the little freaking packages here. Take it off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God gave. God gave. And God gave rock and roll to you, too. Go into the next round. So just to recap all the matchups and the winners. Take off my glasses. I can actually read it. Um, not for the innocent versus thou shalt not. Not for the innocent. Um, all hell's breaking loose versus paralyzed. All hell's going through. Tough love doing give me more. Uh, tough love's going through. Um, Exciter versus... I can't even read my own writing, but it was unanimous, so it's going through. If it's like a glove versus car jam, um, 
car gems going through. Oh, wait, no, fits like a no. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Heart of Chrome versus Island on the eighth day. Heart of Chrome. Uh, unholy versus Lick It Up. Unholy. Yeah, unanimously. <laughs> Young and Wasted versus Domino. Domino. Unanimously. I'm surprised at the amounts that we do agree on as well. I thought there would be more uh-huh. screaming between Mark and Lonnie on this more episode. I'm, I'm, I'm more very, finger pointing. I'm very <laughs> disappointed yeah. that we don't have two kiss Karens going at each other's throats here today. <laughs> Guys, you let us down. Uh, Domino, ver- uh, wait, what is that? Uh, dance all over your face versus spit. Um, dance all over your face. That's disappointing. Yeah. Well, that was kind of the <laughs> battle in the gutter. Um, and a million to one versus every time I look at you, a million to one just, I think, edges that battle slightly. So let's go to the next round's matchup. And while I, I do the next two oh picks, <clears throat> Lonnie, did this work out how you thought it would with the uh, number of songs from each album? Making it yeah, work? I think so. I, you know, I you know, I knew Look It Up would, would get some love because it, it is a good album for sure. Um so it, it was a good mix, I think. What went through it? It doesn't surprise me a whole lot because I knew I knew you guys would put for a lot of um, of look it up songs, and then I did as well. Yeah, I have to do the count. So uh, innocent hells, tough love, exciter, fits, chrome, unholy. Yeah, it's it's a, a real good mix. Daniel, did this turn out how you thought it would? Yeah, sorta, of, sorta. Of. I think um, both albums got their best songs through, and and revenge. You know, uh, getting through t- uh, tough love and God gave rock and roll to you that that got a pass. I think those two th- songs could have beaten quite a few from Lick It Up. So mm-hmm. I think it's good that they went through. Yeah, Mark, you've taken your first steps on your journey towards loving Bob Ezrin today. I'm very <laughs> yes. proud of you. We're all um, <laughs> very proud of you. Uh, but did this turn out how you thought it would, or did you kind of know in your mind that yeah, you? you could uh, share some love for some revenge songs in a safe place today. Well, I've, I've been made it very clear about my thoughts about Bob Ezrin, but I've also made it very clear that I do like this album, even though he's involved on it. Now I've also said though, too, that (laughs) I I have said though in the past that I'm not a, not the biggest lick it up guy. I I do like the album, but I I think creatures is much better. And a few other albums are much better as well, in my opinion. So I I'm not, I'm not too surprised. I I am a little bit surprised at myself that I was so lovingly referring to Bob in this episode, but you know, I'm not going to be a liar either. You know, if, if, if he does deserve credit in something, then he he does deserve to get it, but I mean I just I just couldn't I couldn't see my way to say something nice about spit that that's just it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, look it up for me is the reason why I love Vinnie Vincent's playing and writing. Um, Ken, yeah, I mean it kind of went, you know, the way I thought it would go. I mean I would would have loved to have all Gene songs go through, but you know can't do that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I do. It, they're, yeah, they're not all great. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a, a pretty tough one. They're pretty uh, evenly matched albums, you know, for as a, as far as the non makeup albums go, because um, the rest of the non makeup albums kind of fall below these these two, in my opinion. Yeah. So Cecil, uh, not to my knowledge that's just one of those internet truths um all right so here, here we go with the next albums that are going head to head in deathmatch number eight we have animalize Ooh. oh yeah going up against monster oh Ooh, that'd be great no i, I don't know let's see <laughs> oh really hotter than hell Oh shoot! Wow! Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be a blood. That's gonna be a blood well, There's a couple of songs on there that too sure. can win. We we've we've said it before. It's all down to the the Match song up. picks that come out of the hat because no. you just yeah. don't know. You can't prejudge it by just thinking of what you think of them overall as albums. Because yeah, true. Anything is possible. When it's, when it's random. All right, so that's our death match uh, number seven. Mark? 
I just got to ask something really quickly. It's been bugging me the whole episode. Uh, Ken, that yes. shirt that you're wearing, does, is that my imagination or is that a, is that a cross on Gene's forehead? No. Is it? No. Did you get so, your live too, Ken? It looks like a cross. I got, yeah, I, see, I, this cross is the only thing I've gotten so far. Is Okay. Uh, I haven't gotten anything it. yet. Yesterday. I'm supposed to get the splatter vinyl today, supposedly. Yeah, not, not a mine coming too. Yeah. Is it a cross? I don't know. I think it looks it's like there's a cross on his forehead. It looks like a cross on his head. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like, well, what is that? Kind of a diamond? It's his hair. Gene Simmons joined the Manson family. There you go. There you go. It's kind of a. Yeah. All right, so there we are. That that is our show for today. Those are our picks. Um, you know, if you thank you for everyone who chimed in with their thoughts and opinions and comments during the the live stream, and thank you for everyone who who joined us. Um, you know, look for our next episode whenever that is. We did a on the Look It's Rock and Roll podcast this week. We did do an, an episode, Andy, Bill, and myself on recapping the Wasp tour for our thoughts on that as fans. It, the tour has become something of a divisive uh subject because of you know some backing tracks and uh you know not quite matching up with what people felt was advertised yeah. so what did we think about it what did we think about our vip experiences with blackie you know check out that episode we're gonna have more wasp episodes coming over uh coming up in the next year you know when we finish off the last three studio albums to date and hopefully there'll be new releases coming from blackie and crew um you know that we get to talk about on that and i do plan on getting an aerosmith um series going as it's the oh, 50th wow, anniversary nice. coming up in january of the release of their debut album so if you're an aerosmith fan and might be interested in doing talking the pod with me um look for me on the aerosmith on tour facebook site i'll be putting the post out where i'm looking for a couple of people who want to uh do the long run on that band's output in a similar manner to how we've done it on the kiss faq podcast so for now from daniel thank you for joining us daniel when you're sick as a dog um, thank you mark lonnie ken and myself and we shall see you next time thank you for spending time listening to the kiss faq podcast today all sales are final there are no refunds if you'd like look us up on facebook or come over to the kiss faq message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.